Hey guys, it's Cream, aka Miss Cream of the Crop, and we're here with another episode of Conversations with Cream. On this episode, my featured guest is Jason Harvey. I'm really excited because you guys know I'm all about fashion, music, self-love, and women empowerment. So who better to talk about fashion than with Jason Harvey? So let's just jump right into this conversation because... He has a line of people that are lined up to talk to him today, and we don't want to waste his time. We don't want to waste my time either, but we really don't want to waste his time. So let's just get right into having him introduce himself to you guys, and then we'll get right into this interview. So Jason, how are you today? Introduce yourself to the people, and then we'll get into your new endeavors. Thank you so much. Well, what's up, everybody? My name is Jason Harvey. Um, I am the creator and founder of this brand called Worldly that I'm super excited to uh, share with you all about. And um, yeah, I'm I'm never too tired to keep <laughs> keep talking early or just you know have fun. So hit me with whatever questions you got. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So. I, I'm pretty sure jumping into the fashion world isn't new for you. I mean, I think most of us can say that your family is pretty well known for fashion. So before we even get into worldly, like what does it feel like being born into a family? What does it feel like, first of all, being born into the shoes and the clothes that you were born into? Like, what does that feel like? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's so interesting, man. Everybody in you know, that's a part of my family has their own uh really unique sense of style, you know what I'm saying? Um, and the cool thing about that is that I've always been able to kinda look at each person and just really see how their fits really align with like their specific personality, you know what I'm saying? And I think as uh time went on and it was time for me to start really tapping into my own creative endeavors I was able to really kind of pull from you know those personalities and their sense of fashion and be able to like kind of translate that um, onto paper and essentially into a business such as worldly now you know what I'm saying so there's definitely it was a lot of pulling from from family for sure and and also with uh, with who I am, I'm just naturally such a uh, such a innovative, uh, creative when it comes to uh, designing and and trying to do things that are just like out of the box and uh, avant-garde. You know, so uh, yeah, like when it's sorry, I know you're my baby in the background. <laughs> That's okay. I'm a parent too. Listen, my daughter. I was telling. Um, India earlier I said my daughter was going somewhere with a friend and she was all dressed up she had her little boots with the heels on it she was all clicking and clacking all through the house and I said okay you're gonna have to wait in the other room because I can't have you clicking and clacking through my interview so (laughs) (laughs) So, not here man they don't understand what they doing (laughs) (laughs) that's okay that is okay so did you feel any pressure or do you guys feel any pressure 
to outdress each other? Like, is there competition amongst the family when you guys come together and you have to go to functions, whether it be dressy functions or whether it be casual functions? Is there competition? I'm always that annoying sibling or kid or like, you know, out of one of the kids to the point where it's like, I just have never really cared, man. Does this sound crazy? Like, I think a lot of the, the siblings, they do their own thing. I don't think anybody's ever trying to really um, focus on what the other person's going to think about what they wear. But at the same time, I do think that something is kind of there, you know, because there is a lot to really amount to or like, you know, it, yeah. Like, you know, how you dress and, and come around the family for different functions and stuff like that. But I've always been that one that's just annoying with it. Like, usually I'll, like, you never know. Either they know what to expect with me. Either I'm going to go super hard and I'm going to look super fashionable. And they're going to mm-hmm. be like, he really outdid himself this time. Or I'm going to come in and it's like, dang, it was kind of last minute. You know, what they got at this store real quick. Like, I'll never forget we were in Africa when he was taping Feud. And, um, I just, I don't know what I was thinking, but I forgot to bring a suit. And for him, it's so important to always bring a suit, no matter where you go, especially when traveling with him. He always wants you in a suit. So I said, okay. So meanwhile, I'd have pulled up, don't have a suit. So let's see how this finishes. So I go up in there and uh, to one of these stores in South Africa. And mind you, South Africa don't have like all the stores, you know, that you would <laughs> go to uh, in America, which is totally fine. But yeah. That's minute. That's kind of rough. I don't know which store to go to, but I found the store, and um, it just so happens that the suit was all brown, and it did not fit me in any kind of way. Like, he uh, kept messing with me because my arms, like, the suit was so big, my arms was kind of, like, all the way back. You could barely even see my hands, and so every time I'm reaching for something, I had to kind of, like, pull the sleeves back just a little bit. So he was like, why you got these T-Rex hands going on? Like, what you, what you doing right now? And I had to get a suit last minute. Like, Lisa got a suit. Like, come on, work with me. But Wow. Well, I, I just always do my thing. Like, and I think that's the one thing that they've always been able, been able to appreciate with me is that I just do what's on my heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, you know, and I know that was the last minute thing that I did and it wasn't intentional, but sometimes I will kind of do some, like, <laughs> intentional things like that. Just because <laughs> I know it's gonna stress them out, but I'm just that sibling, I guess, who's always trying to do pranks on my family. <laughs> that is hilarious. My great aunt happens to be the person that we all try to make sure that we are up to par. Um, yeah. She she uh, she'll be 89 this year, and she's the one that would check you on your clothes. Yeah. You know, she's the one that will always ask you why is this out of place why is that not fitting why is this why is that and she has this one thing that she always says don't you embarrass me you come here looking like you just got off the boat that is not (laughs) presentable she's that one yeah (laughs) she's that one family member oh the ankle (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's that one family member that we know if she's gonna be there yeah. everything has to be in place from the hair all the way down to your toe has to be in place so with worldly i know that this is something that you came up with and you have your business partner as well it's for black and brown fashion designers why was it so important for you to make this design house specifically for black and brown fashion designers 
I mean, I feel like anytime we can come together and be able to share our resources and share our connections, why wouldn't we do that? You know, and that's always been on my heart. Like, even before Worldly was even established, like, I've just always been such a generous, uh, caring and loving person, like any type of way that I could help or do something for somebody. It's always been in my nature to immediately act on that. You know what I'm saying? So, and it seems like when I first was uh, doing other different, you know, creative ventures or, you know, I know I started off with footwear at one point. Like, I, I really believe in my heart of hearts that uh, the reason I couldn't get it where I needed to be at was because one, it wasn't for me to be successful with that specific endeavor. But two, I, um, I, I, I needed to stick to who I am. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, and- yeah is a um a person who always wants to help others you know what i'm saying who always wants to give back and so with me um you know working all of these different um you know positions with my family stuff like that i've gained so many uh so much knowledge and so many resources in the process and i'm just like what's the point of keeping it to yourself when you can really be able to uh, help those who are in need, you know, especially those who look like myself, look like you and I. And so it's um, that's why I'm so passionate about um, getting worldly out there and sharing it uh, with the world because I want for everyone to feel like that they they have a safe haven now. You know what I'm saying? They can come somewhere to you know be a part of a a business that actually feels like it cares about them, cares about who they are. You know what I'm saying? And actually is genuinely looking to help, like. I'm not creating any of these collections that Worldly pushes out per every new collection. Like I'm featuring somebody who who has caught my eye that I know has been grinding for a long time and they're amazing at what they do and that they um, also are passionate about, well, excuse me, like passionate about what they do and their heart uh, matches their, their work, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. I look to just basically bring them on board and let them continue to be a part of this greatness that we're creating. So I'm just so thankful that um, I got to use uh, John Bird Olivier, who's the uh, first designer for Worldly, you know what I'm saying? And we, we've been knowing each other for 10 years. He's been looking at me grind. I've been looking at him grind. And it's just the perfect time like to be able to do something like this. And I wouldn't have wanted anybody else to be the first designer for that. You know what I'm saying? He, he definitely yeah. holds a special place in my heart. And his work definitely matches his heart. <laughs> they call him Big Bird. <laughs> I think that's really, really amazing. So someone that's in your position and someone who has a dad that is as well known as he is, I know that a lot of times there's a lot that is expected of you. There's a lot that is expected of your dad. There's a lot of that is expected of people that are in certain positions. And you don't have to help. You don't have to care. You don't have to give back, but you choose to do so. So given that, why is that important to you? Why did you choose to do that? And how do you expect to help this talent? Like, what is Worley choosing to do for the talent? Yeah. I know that's like a a kind of a two-part question, but... No, it's cool. I mean, if I was on the opposite uh, end of the stick, like, I would want somebody to do that for me, essentially. You know what I'm saying? And I... Like I said, once again, like that's where my heart has always been is to just always try and like help and and sow into somebody any kind of way that I can. Like I'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world, but I still have knowledge under my belt. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. like even when I created uh, 
the you know the dance ministry that I was over when I was at church. Like I was in college when I started that up. But you know how much pressure that is. All those kids were literally like ages seven through what like thirteen, and I worked with them all the way until like they were in their twenties. And it just was so much pressure on me to have to um, really make sure that I'm overly like not getting caught up in mess. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't be like teaching them one thing and then you out here doing something totally opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just, and I you just, know, black church doesn't play. You feel me? Like, no. <laughs> I love church too. So it's just, you know, they weren't playing no games with that. Like, mm but what's so funny is that I needed it. Like, it, it helped shape me and mold me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? So, um, why do I do it? Because, once again, I would want somebody to do it for me. And I'm, I'm just trying to help and show that we can make a whole lot more noise when we come together in uh, numbers rather than feel like we have to be isolated and keep it all to ourselves, do our own thing. No, you know? We... <laughs> Let's take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? You got something I need. <laughs> I got something you need. Like, let's just, let's, two heads are better than one. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. So you're launching this in Atlanta. Absolutely. So why Atlanta? Like, why is Atlanta so important to be the city to launch this in instead of LA or New York? Why Atlanta? Absolutely. Um, Atlanta is a complete treasure as we all know um and i think that there are a lot of brands coming out of atlanta and that have existed for a long time now that are doing their thing and they're amazing and i love what they're doing i just wanted i just felt like there weren't really well there there's not really a brand that is out here embracing like the culture you know what i'm saying and really just embracing everything that Atlanta has to offer and what it is like Atlanta is super like known in my opinion when it comes to to fashion and, and being creative it's just things like I, I hate it when we feel like we have to sometimes go to um other cities in in order to to make it you know what I'm saying like we feel like we got to go to a New York we got to go to a um a LA or we got to go to Paris overseas you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. literally like what we have is special let's just embrace it and and that's what I'm looking to do with uh worldly that's why it's so important for me to to do it here you know what I'm saying I wanted to bring back that um you know that that like late 90s early 2000s like wacky sense of art you know what i'm saying that like a lot of these uh, legendary artists were, were pushing out of coming from atlanta like i want to bring all of that back into the mix and really just do it on steroids basically yes <laughs> you know? yes mm-hmm. have fun with it. and i really believe in my heart of hearts that when people uh witness this first show like it's just that and they'll be like man i completely get what he's doing and i'm behind it a million percent like and i want to be a part of that movement so it's it's for all of us you know what i'm saying yeah so you're basically looking to make an impact Absolutely. you look at a major impact and why not atlanta like you said you're you're people that look like you people that look like me we're important and this is a fashion house this is a creative house so why not do it where the city that most looks like us i mean yes we have dc and other areas got philly but i mean why not do it in atlanta like you said why not atlanta so uh what the other thing that i want to ask you about so recently we had virgil 
Andre Leon Talley, they recently passed away and they were huge figures in the fashion world and they look just like us. So they were also people that inspire other designers and other fashion creatives. So who inspires you other than your family? And maybe your family doesn't inspire you, but were they inspiration to you? If not, who did inspire you and your style? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Creatively, man, uh, my mother has played a huge role. Your mom is... Uh, we are, you know. Oh, are. my gosh. Yeah, mama, mama Beer don't play no games. At all. Like. <laughs> and she loves it so much. But I think just seeing her passion and love for it. And whenever we used to go, um, you know, to travel to, you know, see a lot of these different shows and different things like that. Just seeing her passion and the way that she communicates with these um, designers and, and um, you know, people over there like it's it's just so inspiring man and and just seeing her level of confidence you know like it's just it's helped me tremendously to like not be fearful in uh, my level of design you know what I'm saying and I know a lot of things that I may create might be well when I first started creating was a little bit more so like over the top (laughs) but I learned how to instantly like make it where it is um, more wearable you know what I'm saying so it really ended up becoming um um, more it's wearable art you know but like yeah I creativity with John's creativity is like the perfect blend and balance because he's so like <laughs> um formal and and classy and he doesn't really like color and I'm like complete opposite give me like wacky extreme uh <laughs> you know like stuff that you wouldn't really be able to wear and then just kind of like mesh it together and it's just it's beautiful so like some of the dress he's like um, something that, you know, the way that we've designed it, it can be something that you can dress up with a heel, but at the same time, it's super edgy to the point where you throw a sneaker on with it too, you know, so mm-hmm. make it where um, it had a, a really good sense of balance like that, and it really had to help set the tone and uh, pave the foundation for, you know, when it's time to bring other artists on board, they can just pick up from right there and be able to do their thing, you know what I'm saying, while still staying um, the roots of it, so. That sounds like an Outcast album to me. <laughs> Here, you know, you got Andre 3000. He comes in with these big um, football shoulder pads. You got Big Boy. He's just chilling with the fur. Like, Absolutely. I mean, that's still my homie. But you know, we go. <laughs> it works. <laughs> right. That's definitely me and John when it comes. It's like it works. It works. It works. So this collection is going to drop on March 23rd, and it's going to have 25 looks. Yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. okay. So basically, it's described as, um, from what I read, it's gonna have some avant-garde wearable art. Is that how you would describe it? There it is. Going back to wearable art, what I said—that's <laughs> exactly what it is. Um, and you know, this and me and John had this conversation. Like, I always try to like explain to him. Me personally, I feel like to really get the attention of people you have to at least have some pieces in there even if you know everybody and their mama ain't about to be grabbing that one piece you might get one or two people that grab that one you know it's still important to do and place in your collection because it gets people talking you know what i'm saying it brings more awareness to what you're doing um and people love the stuff that they know that they can't wear i don't know we just enjoy seeing it it's just fun witnessing and, and being able to experience and see 
who gonna throw it on you know what i'm saying um through the midst of that like you still have to have all of that like ready to wear um attire as well because that's the stuff that we really gonna be buying so (laughs) but um yeah we definitely we we knocked it out of the park there was definitely um a great of collaborating that took place with this collection so I, I really honestly I wanted John to really be able to do his own thing I was like dog you know I'm not even gonna get my two cents on nothing he's like no I want you to give your two cents on something yeah. he's like oh we're gonna do this thing together so he basically built it for sure and I just I just tried to input I might have threw like a couple of pieces in there for fun just cause I can't <laughs> but he definitely sold out and he really went out of his comfort zone in his collection like he once again he's not a big um color person at all but the whole which is hilarious because the whole collection is just straight color it's just color so he really went hard and now he finds out he, I find like him just always calling me now and being like, "Man, what you think about this color? This color?" I be like, "Who am I talking to now?" Like, you open up a new door for him. You open up a new door. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Like, I just want each new designer that comes on board. I just want them to feel like they're having fun. Like, you need my assistance or help. I'm here. If you don't do your thing, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And in any kind of way they want me to contribute, you know, if it's helping with some of the pieces or. It's, it's helping with being able to like tell the story in a really unique way like i'm here you know what i'm saying but i also want each designer to feel like they can stay true to who they are in their craft but also being mindful of keeping everything still in line with like the dna to world you know what i'm saying and that's why i was yeah. saying me and john have really uh been able to set the tone uh, for what that looks like, so yeah. So for any of the designers that look like us, the black and brown designers that are interested in becoming a part of Worldly, what do they have to do? How, what is the uh, process of being chosen? Yeah, for sure. So as of right now, um, the first two designers, and I say two because I selected the second one as well. Um, it was just based off of who I found, and you know, I'm very big on making sure that their uh, work matches what their heart looks like you know what i'm saying and so uh john was definitely that and the next person who i've chosen definitely uh meets that as well but for the future you know a lot of people have asked me this question too i think it'd be really fun to even do some kind of like uh audition type of thing you know what i'm saying or like yeah people kind of similar to like a, a project runway but then it's like own kind of way or something like that you know like i think that'd be a lot of fun but yeah. they can you know, if everybody wants to kind of follow the story and the journey to, um, you know, for Worldly, they can just go to uh, com, H-E-L-L-A worldly.com. And uh, they can keep up with everything. They can just follow the journey. You know, they can see what all we got coming up, uh, coming up and uh, they can follow on IG as well at, um, at Hello Worldly. Yes, I love it. So Worldly is going the avant-garde wearable art launches march 23rd and it's all about economic empowerment of independent artists and i'm really excited to see these pieces launch i really appreciate you for taking time out of your day to speak to me hello to the baby in the background running around i love it this is what it's all about (laughs) absolutely thank you so much so much for uh taking the time to chat with me and man i had i had a great time with you thank you 
thank you. I had an amazing time as well. Thank you so much for this. Enjoy the rest of your day. I know it's really, really busy, but I appreciate you for taking the time to have this conversation with me on Conversations with Cream. Enjoy the rest of your day. For sure. You too. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye.